Women's Power to Heal Mother Earth This is Maya to Worry Today, directly after November 11th, 2021, which is considered a very auspicious time of the 11-11 gateway or portal to the depths of our own inner consciousness, I want to bring to you a very brief podcast on what it is to be in grace. What is grace? I will quote an incredible being whose answer is the epitome of grace and could never be defined any better. But before I do, let me say this. It is difficult enough for us to live in the chaotic, deranged, disillusioned, and incredible upheaval that we have been experiencing in recent years. The earth is suffering and we are finally awakened to understanding through our own experiences how very vulnerable and volatile she truly is. Raina Maria Rilke said, let everything happen to you, beauty and terror. Just keep going, nothing is final. That saying caught my attention, let everything happen to you. In fact, just be. The next line was very powerful beauty and terror. We all would like to have only beauty happen to us. And when terror comes, it digs deep into our shadows of fear, anger, hatred, bigotries, prejudices, and other ancestral bearings. For me, life has always been that of beauty. I continually surround myself with beauty, not by doing much, but by simply observing that nature gives us so much beauty at all times. Even in the depths of my own despair, as I have shared, about becoming and being a targeted individuals for more than a decade now. I still see beauty. Yes, I noticed that the destruction around me that is foisted upon me, the destruction of the things I hold dear, including my health and my life, the complete disregard by those who are dehumanized, 
too evil to know what evil truly is. Yet in that sphere of terror and terrifying occurrences, I see that I can still recognize beauty, not necessarily through the actions of these perpetrators, but through something so deep and so hidden and so very poised that each one of us has as a human person, and that is the state of grace. Raina Maria Lilke said again, let everything happen to you, beauty and terror, that nothing was final. We never really notice how many years beauty can last when we're surrounded by an easeful life, peaceful. But we certainly notice when terror happens and when it appears to be relentless. Ten years of being foisted with it is a very long time. And yet today I can celebrate the idea, the notion, the thought of grace. That I can still remember the word grace. That I can still walk in grace, the grace of the divinity. Whether we call her God, Goddess, Divine, Mother, Earth, that divinity, that grace, that is the bedrock of each and every human life, whether we claim it or not, is what reached me today when I read a beautiful piece from an Aboriginal senior from Australia called Miriam Rose Ungunmer Bauman. She is a renowned Aboriginal artist who is dedicated to creating a bright future for Aboriginal children and youth. She was the first fully qualified Aboriginal teacher in the Northern Territory of Australia. She's the founder of the Miriam Rose Foundation. And this is what she has to say. And as I said earlier, for me, grace cannot be defined any better. My people are not threatened by silence, says Miriam. They are completely at home in it. They have lived for thousands of years with nature's quietude. My people today recognize and experience in this quietude the great life-giving spirit, the father of us all. It is easy for me to experience God's presence. When I'm out hunting, when I'm in the bush, among the trees, on a hill, or by a billabong, these are the times when I can simply be in God's presence.
My people have been so aware of nature. It is natural that we will feel close to the Creator. Our Aboriginal culture has taught us to be still and to wait. We do not try to hurry things up. We let them follow their natural course, like the seasons. We watch the moon in each of its phases. We wait for the rain to fill our rivers and water the thirsty earth. And when twilight comes, we prepare for the night. At dawn we rise with the sun. We watch the bush foods and wait for them to ripen before we gather them. We wait for our young people as they grow stage by stage through their initiation ceremonies. And when a relation dies, we wait a long time with the sorrow. We own our grief and allow it to heal slowly. We wait for the right time for our ceremonies and our meetings. The right people must be present. Everything must be done in its proper way. Careful preparation must be made. We don't mind waiting because we want things to be done with care. We don't like to hurry. There's nothing more important than what we are attending to. There's nothing more urgent that we must hurry away for. We wait on God too. His time is the right time. We wait for him to make his word clear to us. We don't worry. We know that in time and in the spirit of the deity, and that is an Aboriginal word that means the deep listening and quiet stillness, his way will be clear. We are river people and we cannot hurry the river. We have to move with its current and understand its ways. We hope that the people of Australia will wait. Not so much waiting for us to catch up, but waiting with us as we find our pace in this world. If you stay closely united, you're like a tree standing in the middle of a bushfire, sweeping through the timber. The leaves are scorched and the tough bark is scarred and burnt. But inside the tree, the sap is still flowing. And under the ground, the roots are still strong. Like that tree, you have endured the flames and you still have the power to be reborn. Our culture is different. We're asking our fellow Australians to take time to know us, to be still and to listen to us. Thank you, Miriam Rose, and may peace be 
your journey.